Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Good morning, everyone. It's V the Grill Economist coming to you live on this edition of Rogue News in the Morning with my main man, El Kukul himself, working the airwaves, make sure the broadcast coming out crispy and clean. You know what I mean? We check us out. Roguenews.com. Roguenews.com. We're doing some major changes there. I've seen some of the behind the scenes look at what the site will look like and the new stuff that's rolling out for it. It's going to be pretty amazing. Looking forward to it. We're going to be multicasted on every single damn platform in every corner of the world it's going to be pretty amazing and i'm looking forward to that also check out mycbdedibles.com mycbdedibles.com for all your cbd edible goodness and with that being said we have crypto cowboy with us this morning he's going to give us the crypto breakdown he's going to give us the the, the entire two i don't know two to five minutes break down the market for us crypto and do your thing his name is jabby mcheart failure <laughs> i just got that <laughs> yeah, I had to. I couldn't resist. <laughs> Jabby McHart failure. We have Jabby McHart failure with us. He is suffering from pericarditis. And even though he is suffering from pericarditis, he's going to be breaking down some of the hot trades going on. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, hey, it's good Don't to be here. Don't talk too and... fast. I know you have a heart condition. Oh, I'm sorry. I must slow down as I take my nitroglycerin. <laughs> it's a soy-based nitroglycerin. Oh, that's good. That's good. It increases your estrogen <laughs> while reducing your risk of heart disease. Did you, did you see the exactly. thing where? They, so where, hey, where, did you, did you see where the scientists were coming out? Some idiot on CNBC was saying that triple masking is the only way to protect ourselves. <laughs> oh, good lord! <sighs> yeah, dude. It's uh, it seems like. I don't know. I just I must be overestimating the intelligence of the public because who believes that? I know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, um, so just to take a quick glance at the markets, a quick review for those who are new to charting. Oh, you know what? I have to share my screen, don't I? Might want to start there. Uh, let's see here. Sorry, I didn't do that immediately. No worries. Good morning to everybody in the live chat. Uh, turning Japanese, Alan Bridgemohan Singh, Harry Hokonan, Raven Six. Good morning to all of you. RD13KF, who else is in there? Who else is in there? Kevin Shepard, Jay Martin. Uh, yeah, Ronan Returns is in the house. How you doing, Ronan? Todd, eight dogs. Everybody's here. Green Machine. All right. Horse Latitude. Go ahead. Gilbert Novak. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, here we are. Um, just a quick review for those who are new to charting. This is a weekly chart. So every single one of these bars is one week's worth of price action. And we're looking at Bitcoin. Um, so this goes all the way back. The current chart, well, relevant, uh, relevance wise goes back to the beginning of this year. We had a big run up. Then we had this big move up to 64,000, which was an all time high. And then we've kind of retraced. And so what are we looking at? Well, we do have a really strong support, right? So basically price bounced off of this 29, 
thousand level and uh will it bounce there again it's hard to say it could it might not right now though if you know to look at some of the metrics that are would take a little too long to talk about i'd say price is relatively stable and it's really stable kind of in this range that i'm about to um illustrate here so let's go back this is called a fixed range it shows a lot of volume and what's been happening and the gaps in volume right here and right here are demonstrative of where price will reject. And what I mean by reject is it'll move towards this area and it'll bounce. Um, so as you're seeing right now, it bounced right off of this 42,000. And this was a big dump that happened just like two days ago. It was a big deal. And it also bounced right off the top of this 53-ish thousand level. So I'm expecting two to five minutes. I'm not going to have a lot of time for that. But one thing, uh, just kind of a weapon you can use, and you'll have to take notes, folks, because this is kind of some edge stuff. But I'm going to write a formula in here. So for those who use TradingView, I'm going to go to the trading view. I'm going to click on this area up here, which is where you choose what you're going to look at. I'm going to type in parentheses, 100 minus btc.d, parentheses, divided by btc.d. Now, what this does, without getting into the explanation too far, is this measures alt dominance, right? And it does it in a way that treats the entire alt market in uh, like a tradable asset, you can actually chart this like a tradable asset. Now, a lot of people use what's called Bitcoin dominance, which is the inverse of this chart, but they use a simpler version. You can't really chart it. You can't use indicators. But what I just did here, and I'll repeat it real quick. You can see it on the top here. Take notes, parentheses, 100 minus BTC.D, parentheses, divided by BTC.D. And this is showing how the money is flowing into altcoins. And if you'll notice from, say, the beginning of, or I should say the mid to end of March of 21, money just flowed into the altcoins. And it is continuing to do so right now. And as BTC, as Bitcoin stabilizes, and this number goes up, you're going to see a lot of gains that can be made in the, in the altcoin market. And it usually starts with Ethereum, and it'll go with the strong altcoins. And once those kind of top out, all the other coins are going to follow. So a lot of opportunities to be, uh, to be had in that area. Um, so the last thing I'll say is fundamentally, this run to 64,000 that I showed earlier, and I'm going to put it back up on the screen now, um, that run, and, and again, this had some on-chain metrics to determine this, but it was massively fueled by derivatives trading, which is not spot, which basically means that people weren't necessarily buying as much Bitcoin. I mean, they were, but what they really were doing was they were trading contracts on Bitcoin, so not trading the underlying asset. And it deflated pretty quickly as on the, uh, what do you call it? <laughs> on the on the scene, if you will. So, uh, V, I know you you got a strong finger on that market as far as like you know OTC trades. What's happening with Bitcoin from an institutional level is what I'm showing you here reflected in that. V, I think stepped aside for for just a moment. He'll he'll be right back. But uh, looking at what you just discussed and charted, I. I, I think you're right on the money. Um, let's see what V has to say uh, when he gets back, Cowboy, in terms of what um, uh, he's saying. V, um, uh, Cowboy, if you could real quick, just repeat that question uh, to V. Sure, uh, V. So 
you know, to kind of very quickly review the move up to 6,400, according to on-chain metrics, that one that happened earlier in this year, the big fat move, a lot of that, from what I understand, was powered by derivatives trading. Um, And I did explain that kind of to everybody before the difference between derivatives trading and underlying asset trading. And what I'm being told by some of the, uh, let's just say smarter minds than mine uh, in that realm, is that this move up that we've seen in the past eight weeks actually has been from spot buying. And I just, I was wanting to kind of get your, your look on that. Cause I know you get, uh, you have your finger in those uh, spot markets, OTC, things like that. So what do you say? You cut out. I'm having some network issues. What, could you repeat the last 10 seconds of what you just said? I apologize, man. It was, I, I just turned off my oh, shoot. VPN. It was like hogging up my, uh, it was just buffering. Go ahead. Oh dude, it does that. Um, the last, like this move up the last seven weeks, what I'm being told is it's more spot buying than derivatives. And I know that you yes. are right in the middle of OTC type yeah. stuff. I mean, is this, is that kind of reflected in what yes, you're 100%, seeing? Uh, 100%. It, it, it's, there's a lot of spot buying and there's a lot of spot buying on, on, on premium that is occurring. You have, again, more institutions because when you're starting to break down a lot of the who's holding the coins, you know, apart from the exchanges, which are holding a great deal of coin, you have, of course, the whales, right, which are, Basically, family offices, uh, high net worth individuals who are connected to family offices and or connected to larger Wall Street institutions, city of London institutions and whatnot. So there is a, a great deal of buying coming at this point, because one, one of the things that's happening is that since China has cracked down on a lot of the crypto mining that's been happening over there, a lot of those miners, one specifically that I know of, like Canaan, is coming in. Canaan is publicly traded. It's a Chinese manufacturer. They make some of the best uh uh, mining rigs out there. They're much more efficient than your typical ASIC rigs. Uh, they run really good. They're publicly traded on the on the NASDAQ. And um, they're, they're coming here. They're coming to actually to Texas. And they're looking at land over there. They got, you know, bringing some of their equipment with them as well. So there's a repricing happening because right now, every single one of these Chinese miners who are leaving mainland China are being, are being like uh, courted like the hot girl in the room, by every single, you know, uh, venture capital as well as Wall Street firm out there. So there's a lot. And so this price bring down allows them to, again, uh, accumulate as much supply as possible, uh, take advantage of the buying uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, situation scenarios that take place. And what you're seeing with what with, uh, Cowboy just talked about with the charts is exactly what is happening in the marketplace. Okay, well, you know what I'll do is uh, I know there was a lot of excitement the last two days. There was a big move down. I figured people might want to know about that so they don't panic. Um, So what I've lined out, and then that'll kind of be my last bit here. Uh, What I've lined out here, these greenish teal areas, those are, you know, supports, resistances, market structure, areas where price is going to bounce. And we can see that price made this nasty move down a couple days ago, and it took a lot of altcoins with it, which is typical. Um, What ended up happening, and I could kind of see this from a a different point of view that is not available here. Um, Well, we'll say for copyright reasons, um, there were a ton of liquidations in this area. What I mean by that is that there were a lot of people who went long, and they went long in the low 40s, and there were a ton of stop losses or areas where price would liquidate on derivatives exchanges. So there was a lot of heavy, heavy lever- leveraging. And it happened all through this area from, say, August all the way through like two days ago. And because those were sitting there, the exchanges understood that even though it would be costly to force price down to those areas, what would happen is those stop losses and liquidations would be hit. And they actually have programs that will instantly buy 
um, you know, buy up right there because it's all done by computers. So they crushed the price down, bought it right back up. Now, does that mean the price is going to head all the way back up to 50? Well, I think it will, at least in the short term. Um, you know, long term prices do look relatively stable in this area. However, um, there is a CME gap. And basically, what that means is that when the mercantile exchange closed, I think it was like two, three months ago, um, and then reopened over the weekend, there was a massive, massive gap between 32 and 34, 35,000. Those tend to fill, so price could revisit that level, but it does mean it has to. But for now, I don't see any reason for price to go all the way down there aside from that. Um, so that's kind of a, a more you know close up look. So hopefully that uh, is helpful for anybody who is looking at charts. And by the way, don't forget uh, none of what I say is investment advice. Uh, this is all for entertainment and educational purposes only. And, and that's what I got, V. Very well said, Crypto. Thank you so much for joining us, man. We appreciate it. Hey, hey, well, hey pleasure. V, yeah. v, real uh, quick because I think it's real relevant in terms, of, and I don't think that we discussed it yesterday at all. And that's the fact that you know we did. You know, something monumental did happen, and that's the fact that we, for the first time, that we did see a, you know, a cryptocurrency being recognized as a legal tender. Which, oh, yeah. uh, in you know, in my humble opinion, in terms of of you know what that does, and and of course, you know, too many times, you know, cryptos are just like politics. People fall right into their camps, right? They're like, I'm mm. pro this, I'm I'm pro that, but to to remove that, right? To remove that from the from the thought process, and look and identify cryptocurrencies, well, for, where for the first time that a country is recognizing it and along that comes with that involves you know being able to not only to to trade and and but use it as commerce which yeah. i think is just imperative for the next stage of cryptocurrencies and and how they evolve and that's what i'm truly excited about is disrupting the current economic model the current you know banking cartels and i wanted to get your guys's thoughts on that as this you know uh, Edward Snowden put an article out and, you know, just he titled it Global Bitcoin Game Theory to Begin Playing Out. Now, again, he titled it Bitcoin. Uh, you know, he could easily said Global Cryptocurrency Game Theory to Begin Playing Out. But what do you guys think in terms of where does this evolve? Where does it go? Will other countries start recognizing cryptos as far as legal tender? Uh, what, what are your guys' thoughts? Well, my, my, my take on this is this. I, I have a very geostrategic geo um, understanding of, of the of the cryptoverse when when bitcoin started and when it started adopting and a lot of people started really gaining steam with btc back in like 2012 and 13 and this is when your earlier consensus conferences would happen in san francisco and in new york and whatnot and you got a lot of young talented individuals that are involved in the in the whole thing this was like hey you know this is why you know you know uh, you know roger veer was out and doing all these all these great guys right and um you know, we were they were all like the next generation cypherpunks. These guys were the revolutionaries. You know, they're like, you know what, screw Wall Street, screw the city of London. We don't need these guys. We don't need JP Morgan. We don't need these old ass broken down banking systems. We don't need any of that. Let's go create our own platforms. Let's go create our own ways of doing things. And as soon as that occurred. And we saw the first move of Bitcoin from like 15 bucks and it started running to $200. At that 200 price point mark, that's when governments around the world, especially the United States, who's the hegemon, the global hegemon, took a step back and said, okay, this could be a problem. And then when BTC hit $600, the U.S. says, okay, we need to start doing something about this. And what occurred is ever since that time, 
Okay, the 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 2008 ramp up when it was just a, a fun little idea to 2011, 2012 when a serious uh, adoption started taking place, especially with Maverick individuals. Then the okay, how do we control this narrative came in, and then you started seeing a shift where you started going to consensus conferences. Okay, first it was wild Mavericks with incredible decentralized ideas that are far outside of any taxing authority on God's green earth, far outside any jurisdictional authority on God's green earth, a completely detached, decentralized marketplace. And I was all for it. I said, God, this is awesome. This is going to revolutionize humanity. God, you know, I overestimated the intellect. I overestimated the generosity. I overestimated the true altruism of people. And then every year when you go to a consensus conference, you know what you started seeing year after year after year after year. And the last one I went to, like, which was three years ago, or two years ago, I said, you know what, I had enough. It was three years ago. That was the last consensus conference I've been to in Manhattan. And I said, I had enough. Never again. Because every single year, those in- incredible individuals, those incredible mavericks who had real ideas, started getting replaced by individuals who had nothing but marketing schemes, word yes. salad, and yes. bullshit. Yes. Okay? And every single year, I see these enterprising companies diminish. And every single year, I'm like, hey, Tony, what, what are you up to? Because I know who Tony is. Tony's been at Goldman Sachs for the last 15 years. What the hell are you doing here, bro? Yo, we're just looking at some cryptos, V. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. We just bought out a company called Circle. We've invested in them. We're looking to take this out. We're working with DCG Group. And then a monster that I've been warning about for God knows how many years, right? And and I was made of it because my buddy, you know, one of my partners in the background, Matt, was always, you know, was like, yo, you got to watch DCG Group. And you start looking at DCG Group. You start looking at the, these are the, this is the Hydra of Wall Street. Okay, this is a Hydra of Wall Street. You find out who the hell is DCG Group. That is the Illuminati of the cryptoverse. Okay, these are guys, Goldman guys, JP Morgan guys, and they're out there swallowing up everybody. I'm like, oh, that's a new, incredible exchange. Okay, cool. Wow, that's a new coin. Wow, that's a new system. Oh, that's a new platform. That was cool. And you get pulled into this platform. You start digging around a little bit. You start doing your due diligence. And like, what kind of reporting is required? Uh Uh-huh. And who are you going to report to? Okay. And you need how much KYC and AML? Uh Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And and, and who is your investor? JP JP Morgan? Uh Uh-huh. Goldman Sachs? Uh Uh-huh. Dude, it is a joke. Okay, there's a, is there still enterprising mavericks in the crypto community? 100%. Are they in Bitcoin? Fuck no. Let me explain something to you. When I was watching a clip of, oh, look at this. This is in El Salvador. He got, he bought that coffee and he, played, he paid it with the Bitcoin. And it's a <laughs> lightning network. <laughs> Folks, the lightning network is the complete anathema. It's the complete opposite to what the vision of Satoshi Nakamoto was. It is the complete op- You cannot have... Lightning network undermines the very concept of Bitcoin. Number one. Number two, thanks to the newest technologies available today. <sighs> I'm going to blur out one name. It's a company that I know. CEO I talked to. His, the CEO of this company is in daily communication. They practically have lunch almost every week, okay, together. The CEO of the company called CypherTrace, okay, the guy's, the CEO, he has, he knows Ken Blanco over at FinCEN, and they're buddies. And he used to talk to Steve Mnuchin. Mnuchin is a buddy of his. 
And I'm sitting around talking to the, the, the guys like, yeah, we, we, you know, I talk to Kim Blanc all the time. We have lunch. I know Steve Mnuchin. We call every day. The government's always trying to use us. And CypherTrace is the company that can track 100% of Bitcoin transactions on the blockchain, know what the wallets are and who, who holds the wallets. Oh, absolutely. It's not a secret. Absolutely. So what is the point? So, again, the question becomes, are there innovative concepts in, 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 in cryptocurrency? Hell yes. Who's the coin that V likes the most? And if V were to make a rogue coin, what would it look like? It would look like Monero. It would look like Monero. Because I asked the guy over at CypherTrace. I said, hey, man, here's the deal. What's the one coin you can't track with all the power that you have? With all the power at your disposal? With all the government funds at your disposal? With that cash injection you got? Working with FinCEN, working with the Treasury Department, working with the U.S. State Department, working with FBI, working with this, working with that. Who can't you track? He looked dead, dead square, told me Monero. And there's other coins that are used for other technological purposes, which is great. But they make it about Bitcoin, 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 Bitcoin. Why? It's got into your, in, into your conscious. It's the same reason if somebody says smartphone, the first thing that comes into somebody's mind is an iPhone. Somebody says electrical vehicles, the first thing that somebody comes into their mind is a, a Tesla. Is it the best car in the world? Hell no. Is an iPhone the best phone in the world? Hell no. But it's synonymous with that. So when people think Bitcoin, they don't, they, 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 when people think crypto, they think Bitcoin. So I want you to think about this. Why did China chase out all the Bitcoiners? Why did they destroy their own hash rate? And the, and the twinks, okay, the twinks that are in the crypto industry, which are all a bunch of fucking twink kids who don't know shit about how the real world works. Okay? What do they, what did they miss here while they were just salivating? Oh my God. We're getting all that hash power. We're gonna we're gonna mine more Bitcoin. You are you are building your own jail cell, you morons. Because what's happening here is, is the Hydra. Okay? The 12 headed Hydra, the monster, this monster squid that has been spending the last several years trying to get its tentacles around the cryptocurrency industry, trying to get its crypt uh, tentacles around Bitcoin. And you know what you moron developers, you core morons that Bitcoin did? You guys opened the back door and said, come on in. Wall Street, we love you. Come on in. We need money because we realize instead of having the balls to live a decentralized life, instead of having the balls to go rogue and say to the establishment banks, you know what? We don't need you. We'll grassroots fund this whole damn thing ourselves. We don't need your AML. We don't need your KYC. We don't need your regulations. We don't believe in your laws. And we don't care what old men in old suits in faraway lands, what laws they make. Instead of creating that, they opened the back door and they let the Hydra in. And now the Hydra controls so much of the blockchain. So China's like, wait a minute, we're pumping all the mining. All, 75% of all the global hash rate is in China. 75%. China's like, okay, so we're mining all of this to hand back the control to U.S. intelligence agencies. <laughs> that, that don't make sense, Bubba. That chow mein don't work. China's like, we're not making this chop, si chewy, this chop suey that somebody else could eat. They're like, yeah, we don't need this anymore. Think about it. And now you got guys, oh. yes. And, and the marketing bullshitters. Oh, we're going to have this and they're going to have that. So do I think crypto is a scam? No, it's not. It's incredible. The technology is incredible. Blockchain technology is the most incredible technology since the advent of fire. But everybody, and now people say, should I trade crypto? Absolutely. Trade the shit out of it. Trade the crap out of Bitcoin. Do it. You can make some real money. You can transfer some, 
You get, get some real wealth. You can get some money. You can you know take your virtual digital assets and buy real things with it. I know millions. I know thousands of people that have done this personally. I've done this personally. You could do this yourself. It's real. But the, I'm talking about the geostrategic significance. This is this is beyond your little you know oh uh, you know I, I I can't wait till Starbucks adopts it. You gotta look. You're not thinking big enough. You gotta look at the Hydra. You gotta look at the Hydra. You gotta look at the monster behind the scenes and why that monster wants your attention on Bitcoin and not some successful altcoins. Why do they hate Monero? Why can't you buy Monero on Coinbase? Why can't you buy it on Gemini on Kraken? Why can't you, as a U.S. citizen, oh, we can't get into Binance anymore? They don't want you on the real coin. See, just like they got you on the internet ghetto. Of, of YouTube and Facebook and, and Instagram and all the other crap that you think is the in actual internet. It's not. They have you in an internet ghetto. They want you in a crypto ghetto that they control so they can sell you on ETFs. They can sell you on derivative products. So does that mean that Bitcoin market is going to crash tomorrow? Hell no. That thing's going to 85000 That thing's going to 100000 maybe $200,000. Why? Yield-starved banks want it. That's why. Yield starved banks want it. Go ahead, crypto. Oh, shoot. No, <laughs> oh, I got this. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, I'm not well, good. you know what? I just, I remain. No, that's good. Um, I mean, like I said, V pretty much said, said it all there. Uh, Monero, it can be found. You can find it. You just have to do some research. You can also mine it. Uh, there are ways to do that. And I'm not going to go over that today, but I remain pragmatic. I uh, think Bitcoin is a great thing to ride up. Yep. And also, if you're going to play the game and cash out, make sure you do the right thing and you don't try to hide from the government because they will mess with you. Uh, however, if you want to start fresh, mine some Monero, support the community. It's it's a great thing to do. Very smart. Um, but like I said, there, you know, I remain pragmatic. I also think that Ripple is... Oh yeah, sure. It's the banker's coin. I don't know. BTC Bitcoin sounds like it's the banker's coin. So I don't really know much different, but I do believe the ripple is going to be just have a lot of massive upside. And again, that's not investment advice Do your own research, everybody. Um, it's all traceable. Everything's traceable. Monero itself, from what I understand, also pirate chain Monero, some coins like that are not very traceable, maybe not traceable at all. Um, so yeah, do some research, take a look at those altcoins. Cause that I do believe is going to be the future as well. Absolutely. If, if, if people want to really, I mean, dude, DeFi, right? Decentralized exchanges that are not, that are not beholden. That, if you want to do this, if, if the crypto community really wants to set free, they need to be about it. They need to be about themselves. They need to be about their, their, their projects and not stop courting wall street. Stop courting venture finance. Stop courting it. Do it. Make it happen. If you make it happen, the people support. Dude, if you can like do crowdfund a you know twelve million dollars for a for a wall or or ten million dollars for this, I've, I've seen people crowdfund the most stupidest projects and they, they get it launched. You have a project here that can help humanity. You have an opportunity to do it. Very well said, guys. Cowboy, thanks for jumping on, man. Appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure, guys. Thanks, Cowboy. All right, Siege, uh, what's the next topic we got? Well, V, Fauci lied and people died. No, you don't say. <laughs> <laughs> I did a post uh, yesterday on Twitter, and I'm like, you know, it's it's just crazy, V, that, like, 
the, the, the real criminality that exists, right? So for, for, for eight years, for four years, uh, they, they ridiculed, they attempted to throw the book and prosecute everything at Trump, right? And they did this under the first two years with, with, with the minority, right? Which really, you know, polluted the entire four years of the administration. And that's not an excuse for Trump at all. But at the same time, V, when we have real criminals, real crime being committed on a scale that is just, you can't even measure it, right? If you think of the lockdowns, the economic turmoil, the humanitarian turmoil, I mean, just the crime that's committed here, V, but conservatives don't have balls, V. They, they don't have the kahunas to, to, to play dirty. And I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it, V. Maybe because they're part of the problem. Maybe that's yeah. what it is, V. Well, they only have balls when it comes to like um, uh, bombing a third world country with mud huts. They have a, they have a, they have balls when it comes to do that. Then brag about how exceptional we are, you know. But apart from that, there's no killer instinct. You know, I, I've seen no killer instinct. And I thought there was going to be some killer instinct in 2016 when Trump came into up into power. I'm like, oh, here comes a killer instinct. The problem with Trump is that he surrounded himself with pussies. Like, how do you go from the corporate world and people who worked in the corporate world that know this guy knows that he's surrounded by sharks at all times? But they were smart. You see, the, the Democrats made sure that 80% of the people that he wanted in with himself were not able to get in there with him. They kept them locked up. They never got approval. That's why he was always running the White House on a skeleton crew. So there was no killers, right? So you have crime and criminals like Fauci running around. You got Fauci, who's doing gain-of-function research, all the while lying, who, who you know, who did it, oh, lied to Congress oh. under oath. That is not gain of function research. Excuse me, that's not gain of function research. Uh, he is completely wrong that he says that. It's not completely. I gotta, get, I gotta work on my Fauci accent. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it one of these days, <laughs> right? But he said it's not gain of function. Rand Paul is lying to you. And now, thanks to the FOIA request from the Intercept, we know that Fauci was lying. A bat coronavirus grant in 2014 and 2019 to EcoHealth Alliance for a total of $3.1 million. They then subcontracted with the Wuhan lab. In other words, that's where your money went. And around $600,000 was used in part to identify and, yes, alter bat coronaviruses likely to infect humans. That's called gain of function. So it looks like tonight Rand Paul was right all along. Dr. Fauci was not only wrong, but he knew he was wrong. Yes, the U.S., you did fund gain of function at the Wuhan lab. But there's even a bigger question tonight. Did Fauci lie to Congress? Now, here's what he said just back in May. You might remember and you might be able to decide. That we'll dickhead. Senator Paul, with all due respect, you are entire, entirely and completely incorrect that the NIH has not ever and does not now fund gain-of-function research in the Wuhan Institute Do they fund Dr. Barrick? We do not fund... Do you fund gain, Dr. Barrick's gain-of-function research? Dr. Barrett does not doing gain-of-function research. And one of the scientists that talked to The Intercept, Dr. Richard Ebright, he tweeted, quote, the documents make it clear that assertions by the NIH director, Francis Collins, and Dr. Anthony Fauci, that the NIH did not support gain-of-function research or potential pandemic pathogen enhancement at the Wuhan lab are untruthful. 
Fauci needs to be fired immediately and now also investigated for lying to Congress. But I guess that only happens to Republicans and conservatives if they lie to Congress. Then you get dirty guys, tactical gear, pre-dawn raid, and sometimes even fake news CNN cameras. And of course, all of these explosive findings bolster the evidence supporting the lab leak theory, the theory that Dr. Fauci downplayed even as he was warned as early as January 31st, the same day Donald Trump put his travel ban in effect, the racist and xenophobic and hysterical one in 2020. Meanwhile, Joe Biden and his cabal of failures at the CDC, they continue to spin in a million different directions amid what is a poorly executed virus response strategy. Remember, it was just back in March, Director Walensky definitively stated that, quote, our data from the CDC today suggests that vaccinated people do not carry the virus. Don't get sick. <laughs> of course, now they've done a complete 180 again, like everything else. They've gotten nothing right. And with the administration failing on every front, Biden is now planning to deliver what they're calling a six-point plan to address COVID, which is expected to include new mandates and restrictions, and of course, distract from the fact that he left Americans behind as hostages behind enemy lines with the Taliban controlling their fate. Here with reaction, Senator and also medical doctor, Rand Paul. You know, Senator, we knew from the emails that he was first warned that it looked like human manipulation of one of the genomes in the, in the January 31st, 2020 note to Dr. Fauci. We also saw the feverishly written emails back and forth, worried that, in fact, NIH money supported this not only lab, but gain of function, correct? Yeah, when Dr. Fauci first heard about this on January 31st, the emails were being exchanged all through the night. And I think he was truly worried that this came from the lab. That's when the cover-up began. Immediately the next day, all of a sudden, four or five virologists were saying, it looks like gain of function. It looks like it came out of the lab. And then all of a sudden, the next morning, things are changing. Most of the rest of the emails have been redacted, so we haven't gotten the full discussion of how he convinced them to change their position. But you have to realize this is the same Dr. Fauci who in, 19, in 2012 said that even if a pandemic occurred, the research was worth it. He has always been an advocate of gain-of-function research, and he said even if it were to leak from a lab, infect a scientist, and cause a pandemic. So I find that hard to believe I that we still it. would have someone with such poor judgment who believes that even a pandemic would be worth it, that that person is in charge of the research for our government. I find it astounding. It's beyond astounding. And you were right the whole time and good for you. My understanding is, is. You pause it there, V. Yeah. You want to know something? This was astounding. You know, we always say that, you know, we always had this theory that some scientist is going to blow up the world. He's going to be like, oh, crap. And the world explodes, right? <laughs> His last words uttered by him. Oh, shit. No, it's not. It's going to be the last words spoken by a scientist before he destroys the entire planet and ends all human life on Earth is, I did it! Yay! Because he'll discover some sort of insane thing, whether it's a, 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 a virulent, highly infectious virus that has the lethality of an Ebola and the airborne transmissibility of a common cold, or he's found the portals of hell, and the Nephilim are literally, the disembodied spirits of the Nephilim are crawling out of, the, uh, out of that portal to conquer the earth once more. 
either way, the idiot will yell, yeah, I did it. That's how the world ends, dude. <laughs> Some idiot with a smile on his face. They can pass a law barring scientists from digging up corpses and, 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 and trying to create gain of function and, and trying to meddle in, in, in germ uh, biology and, and, and germ warfare. That needs to be banned because this is the type of crap that happens. You get idiots like Fauci. I think a pandemic would be worth it. This is a guy who hasn't seen a patient in 47 years. This is a guy that if I was president, I would throw him into a wood chipper and make it a pay-per-view event with all proceeds going to charity. Mm. I would would throw him into a wood chipper. Yeah, yeah. Well, then the crazy thing, like even Hannity and Fox News completely gets it wrong. And and what I mean by that is that he said his comment was that with the revelations of the Freedom of Information documents, that Fauci should be committed or, or convicted of, of lying to Congress. That does not even begin to scratch the surface. And that's the problem. That's the problem with commentators like this that do not see the big picture in terms of the implications of what happened. What we're truly measuring and what we're looking at are true crimes against humanity. And we know that the Department of Justice, we know at the federal level, level is not going to take place. I think the best outcome at this at this stage could be are for senators like Rand Paul, uh, other people who understand the severity of this, is to go back to their respective states, get with their state's attorney generals, and look at the implications, the financial harm, the liable that's there of what Dr. Fauci, I'm not even going to call him Dr. Fauci anymore. I'm not even going to call that mother effer Dr. Fauci. He's a a criminal, okay? So what should take place is get each state AG to take a look at that and and then to uh, go through and file the proper either through through criminal or or civil civils you know kind of kind of lean uh, but at the same time for each state to go after Fauci yeah and 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 that would be a, a big a big start to this and we know that DeSantis could do it we know that 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 Texas could do it let's start a national campaign for state arrest AGs to, to go after and arrest Fauci CJ. That is absolutely an amazing, brilliant idea you just had. Because there's no way in hell this guy is going to stand trial federally. There's not a single federal agency that will do Why? Because remember, folks, this whole entire jab is out there because of what? Emergency use case. And the definition of emergency use case is that, that there are no known treatments for this disease. Therefore, this is the only treatment. So any other conversation about any other treatment does not exist. And this is why, you know, things like ivermectin and whatnot are being called horse paste. This is why they 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 poo pooed HCQ. This is why they're not talking about the um, the uh, monoclonal uh, um, oh my god uh, antibody treatment, yeah, mm-hmm. mononucleic uh, um, um, uh, antibody treatments. They're not talking about that. They're not. I talking had a friend about... that just had that. It worked. Drew Thompson, you know Drew. Remember Drew? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Drew, Drew just had that in in, in Texas. It, it worked like a like, like a dream for him. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly correct. There you go. You see what I'm saying? So they don't want well because those treatments don't exist. So uh, you know because and the only treatment is the jab because we're in a pandemic and there's an emergency use case. So the pharmaceutical companies need the emergency use case because why? What has the pharmaceutical companies been doing? Well, since Viagra ran out of patents, nobody's making any money, bro. Okay, well since Viagra and Cialis and 
and, and Lipitor and all these patents have ran out. Pharmaceutical companies in the U.S., they're not making anything new. This is the best thing to happen to Big Pharma. Mm-hmm. Yep. They have no financial reason to ever stop this. Why would they? Why would they kill the goose that laid the golden egg? And Fauci is a goose farmer. His job is to keep that golden goose going. His job is to make sure it's well-fed. His job is to make sure that it's well-nurtured and cared for, and there's plenty of that for that golden goose to eat. So it can, this scam keeps going. How the hell do you – this is what wants me to put my head through a wall, Okay. How the hell do you destroy a country's economy on a 0.002% fatality rate? I'm sorry, but that is still the science. Mm. That is still yep. the number. That number has not changed. We have 18, 19, 20 months worth of data. Like, how much data do you want to see? These idiots. Trust the science. There is only one way to do this, and that is to get the jab. The only way to stop the coup is to wear three masks, maybe five. Dress like this idiot in the, in, in the airport with her kids. Walk around like that the rest of your life. And virtue signal. Fuck me dead, man. Yeah. Well, and and the dangerous part is this, V, is that apparently yesterday during the, the presser, I can't remember you know what her what her name is, the the, the evil um but basically what she said was that today at some point uh there's gonna be a, a renewed six point campaign uh focus on 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 the vaccination that from a federal government perspective they understand that they can't federally mandate this right. now that does not mean that they couldn't do a lot of other batshit crazy ideas i don't think that they could withhold tax refunds i don't think that they could do that i think that they could anybody receiving any type of of federal assistance i'm talking about either either welfare uh, I don't think Social Security, they could touch that. Maybe yeah. perhaps some of the, the stimulus money, the yes. next round of the child <clears throat> tax credit stimulus money that's coming out. So, you know, this this is the time. And it's going to be I'm, – I'm very curious to see what, from a federal government perspective, that – that and, you know, Biden's not the orchestrator of this. He's, he's, he's just strictly just a puppet. That's why they love him so much. He's a perfect puppet because he's brain he's dead. ruled by women, bro. <laughs> You know, I was having this conversation with Matt off the air like early in the morning. We're always like going over business stuff and things that we got to take care of and whatnot. And he's like, you know, but the problem with Biden is he's controlled by women. Women, you know, he, 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 you know, we're talking about the devouring mother, right? Western civilization has turned into the devouring mother. That's a concept. I mean, it's been prided about on like various psychology websites. Jordan Peterson talks about it and whatnot, right? Look it up. I'm not going to waste my time discussing what the devouring mother is. But Western civilization has turned into that. And when you look at the first term of, of Obama, now, now ho, 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 hold on, V, hold on. Now, there was a time when I was in power as a president, and uh, Michelle was with me, and people say that uh, I was run by women. Yes, Obama, you were run by women. Uh, which woman exactly was I run by? Well, I'll tell you. <laughs> Obama was run by Hillary. Well, not Hillary, right? But look at... Look at who he was surrounded by Hillary, Susan Powers, Susan Rice, okay, Valerie Jarrett, okay, and and then what happened, right? Victoria Newland, right? All these what happened? We got Libya, we got Syria, we got the continued debacles in, in the in the Middle East, we have Ukraine, right? And now these crazy batshit wacko women are back times ten. And they're in the Biden administration because now you have actively Pelosi on top of everything else. Remember what Pelosi said? Whatever we want something done, we just say open Biden. 
<laughs> she starts laughing. So we're living in a trauma. And, and who's the head of uh, the, uh, the Australian health thing? It's a woman, right? And she looks like satanically possessed. <laughs> the entire world right now is run by Baron because none of them have any kids. None mm. of them have any kids, mm. right? They're run by Baron, feminazi women, and beta males. Look at that guy who runs, who's the premier, Andrew, whatever his name is, who's the premier of, um, of Melbourne, right? The mayor of Melbourne, Australia, yeah. right? That red-faced little beta male, like I'd, I'd rip his cheeks off his face. He's a beta male. Well, what does he want? More and more lockdowns. He's the devouring mother. It's the evil stepmom in Cinderella. More and more lockdowns. More and more, more, and more restrictions. This is the world we're living in. The devouring mother, the Karen, the, the, the feminazis, the, the trannies, the, the, the LGBTQIRSTUVs, the, the uh, million one gen, all aspects of the devouring mother. And this is what's happening in the West. Meanwhile, in the East, they're getting rid of all this crap. I mean, China's just banned. You can't have effeminate men on television anymore. And they're limiting how much video games kids, kids can play no more than three hours a week, which is great. And Russia's doing the same thing. Yeah, try to be a gay effeminate guy on a Russian TV channel and try to pose as some sort of a virtuous hero. You're going to get your ass kicked. But over here, it's celebrated. You know, we always... We always joke around, you know, you, me and Gus, we always joke around. Like Gus always says, look, if, if you're not, the, the way they want us is, is, is to wear like five masks, go for your 12th booster, booster shot. If you're not, you know, you know, sucking some tranny off, then you're Hitler. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. If you're not, they all want us sucking some tranny's dick. Otherwise, you're Hitler. That's, that's what it is. That's the world we're turning into. And this is insanity. And on how on the heels of this whole CG, this whole entire thing, CJ, we have what's coming? The social credit system, man. Mm. Mm. That's coming right around the corner as well. And this is what mm. you're pushing. Yep. Yeah. Right? That'll be that'll be the next phase, you know. Here, here, definitely. I mean, uh, and it'll be tied to it'll be probably tied to your the uh, the the passport, the health passport, and and if you don't cooperate, then. They can they can alter those things. I'm just I'm just saying with this whole Fauci thing and and the very unfortunate thing about what's going to occur v is that too many times when these things come out, people start using it for political uh, score points, right? With their their state base, you know. So so that's going to happen. But what, what I don't want to happen is I don't want to see congressional hearings. I don't want to see we're gonna we're gonna do all this because those are those are meaningless. It's 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 a waste of time. It's a waste of money. They just they you know they only do it for political points. You know, versus tangible things of substance that they could the uh, the keys to the city, COVID pass, right? The keys to the city. If you're in the city, this is your keys to unlock all the public events you can go to. Blah 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 blah. And there's hundreds of thousands of people that are protesting this in New York, millions, in fact, right? And then in New York, the state, you have the Empire Pass. Okay, so New York State builds the Empire Pass, right? Which is your way to getting into these COVID, you know, uh, public events. And the New York City has the keys to the city. There's only one problem, CJ. What's that be? The Empire Pass, which says you're vaccinated or have been tested, right? And the keys to the city, COVID Pass, they're not an integrated network. They're two completely different systems built 
outsourced to two completely different low-key, low-brow software manufacturing companies who created these software databases. They're not intertwined. They're not interlinked, and they don't share data. On top of that, they're all buggy. Case in point. Western governments are spending billions of dollars building this crap because they're going to track. And they sit there, and they mentally jerk each other off. Oh, my God. Yes, we're going to build... We're going to track our plebeians like these Australians, these crazy psychopath Aussies with, with glee in their eyes. Just, they're happy. Like I think and the, guy, the, the guy from Melbourne, he looks like a guy who sits out there, you know, the mayor of Melbourne, Andrew whatever, right? He looks, he looks like the type of guy that after he has his press conference, he goes to his office and rapes a puppy. That's the kind of guy that's trying to Literally. <laughs> He literally takes a, a, a Labrador Retriever puppy and goes ahead and rapes it. That's the, that's the kind of guy he strikes me as. Okay? <clears throat> See, these guys, they want all this implementation, but there's only one problem. They've outsourced it. These are talentless countries who have long outsourced their manufacturing capabilities, who have long decimated their scientists and engineering classes. And so they have to either outsource it to some other company, and it's always to the the lowest bidder to get the job in terms of cost, so that oh, so that everybody in between gets their hand in the pie, right? So it'll be like a a, a two million dollar program that they'll charge one billion dollars for, <laughs> so that everybody <laughs> who has their hands in the pie get profits. All the politicians and bureaucrats they they get the pocket that back pocket right there. Boom! Oh yeah, two billion dollars, nice. But the problem with the system, like what happened in France recently, CJ, thousands of French citizens woke up. Okay, thousands and thousands of French slaves woke up saying, Liberty, quality, let me turn on my QR code. And they turn on the QR code on their phone and they realized the QR code was not working. Sucre bleu. They could not go to the cafe and get the croissant and the latte. It was a big problem. No? And that's what happened. They woke up one day and thousands of French citizens, their QR codes on their stupid phones, the damn app crashed. Can't go to the store, can't go, what do I do now? Well, the French citizens, the French government didn't think that far. You see, you gotta understand, the saving grace here, folks, you of the thinking, critical, critically thinking minority in the West. That's what I'm talking. I don't care about you normies. I don't care about you mainstream morons. I want you mainstream morons and normies to go out there and, and pursue you. Go cross interstate lines. Bureaucrats are some of the dumbest motherfuckers on God's green earth. Our saving grace is that these are some of the most dumbest, banal people w- that are so filled with greed and in- completely incompetent that they really haven't flushed out how it's going to work in the next five to ten years. They really haven't flushed it out. You're having multiple databases built by thousands of different companies, all to varying degrees of complexity and problems, and they're trying to make it to, 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 to do what exactly? It's, this thing is doomed to failure out the gates. It's not going to be broadly implemented. This is nowhere near what China has in terms of surveillance capability and how slick it is. Nowhere near it. This is not even a second rate. This is not even a third rate. It's like designed by high school kids. 
folks, these are the people who designed the Obamacare website, which, if you remember back in 2011 or 12, was a disaster. But what this does, it creates more trouble and problems. And this is an opportunity for those who are paying attention to rise up to prevent a more efficient system from coming into play. That's what we need to see. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very well said, uh, V. Um, and I, I think, you know, one other uh, important point to contribute to that is the fact that uh, I, put, I sent a text to you and, and Gus last night as it is it related to a, a, t a tweet by uh, Cliff High? And we, we've had Cliff, I think you were probably the like way ahead, like of everyone else. I remember when you had Cliff come on uh, at the very beginning of Rogue when we started, you know, doing, doing a podcast together and everything. And, um, and one of the things that he went on Greg Hunter and he was specifically talking about is uh, like the algorithms, the, the, the computer programs, how literally everything that that's hits our news feed, everything that's there make us feel that, that we're outnumbered, that that something is, and it was something that Gus said literally less than a couple of weeks ago. And Gus said, look, you know, I think it's, I, I don't think it's 50, 50. I think it's more like two or 3% and 97% of us, 97% of us who are, are for freedom, are, are for liberty, or gets all of this tyrannical things that are taking place, but because of the control mechanisms they have in place. So, so if you want to go watch, I listened to, to half of it uh, this morning, um, you know, uh, about it. And, and, and again, it, I think it's exactly right. But, you know, to me, and I think you, you just talked a little bit about this yesterday, was the fact that across college stadiums uh, this past week, uh, weekend, uh, V, they kicked off, uh, you know, college football. Like there were two or three stadiums where literally mass amount of people. And, and the reason why I'm sharing this and I'm, I'm optimistic is because these are college age kids. These are probably at one time people who thought that running for Biden was the right thing to do. Have you seen some of these videos V? They're actually, yeah, they're, 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 they're pretty, they're pretty awesome. So I want to share this with our, our listeners, just so you know that we're, we're, we're the majority. Okay. We, we are the majority that for far, far too long has remained silent. Maybe you're worried about what your friends are going to say, what your families are, are going to say, or think about you. I I've had family members that have called me a radical. I had a sister that sent me a text one time said, you know, you're kind of radical. And I, and I wear that to this day, I wear it with a badge of honor. I'm like, Hell you know, yeah. yes, I am a radical Fucking because I'm, be because I'm, because I'm, I'm pro America. I'm pro freedom. I'm, I'm pro Liberty. And, and you should be proud of that. And so I think everyone, it's it's now is not the time to be silent. So so let's play a couple of these real quick. So there's that one, and then. Uh, this this other one I I'm gonna this was a bar I think this oh, was yeah. seen from a from a bar that. Love it. And then this was this was real exciting to watch. Now I don't think that they so I don't know I didn't catch the part where they 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 say fuck off but I was just excited to see like this mass amount of people 
come together, whether you like college football or not, these are these are people that are coming together to celebrate life, to to have so much fun, and to see them dancing and 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 they listen they were listening to House of Pain um, jump around, and it's just like amazing to see these people having this much fun. Be it's awesome. This is amazing. Watch this. It makes me want to go to a Wisconsin football House game. Of pain. No mask. Fuck go. the mask. It's been six hundred and fifty one days. Yeah. Look at these kids. I love it. Love I it. love it. I love House of Pain, man. Come on. Look at that. Look at that. Yes. Yep. Love it. Keep going. I came to win. God on me. That's a sin. Stand up, come and put your hands up. Got the feeling, jump it that's the ceiling. I love it, V. Love it. I love it. I love it. That that's life. Beautiful. That's what it's about. We're not going back. We're we're not going back to the mask up. We're not going all this, you know, to hell hell with them all, V. To hell yep. with them all. Dude, I want the balkanization to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Let Biden become the president of the Democratic the Democrat Socialist Republic of America, and we can have the American Federation, baby. Let's yeah, do it. Absolutely. Let's absolutely. You know, that's awesome. Anyway, folks, we're at the end of the show. I want to thank all of you. Listen, if you haven't subscribed already to Rogue News, uh, please subscribe. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the thumbs up button. There's very few channels out there that break things down geopolitically, geostrategically, geoeconomically, and have the guests on to do so as well, like we do. There are very few channels in this world and very few individuals in this world that has a grasp on both the crypto institutional side and the gold institutional side and can talk about it, unlike these talking heads who just uh, don't know what the hell they're talking about. And I don't want to name a few, but anyway, grognews.com. Check us out. Follow us on Twitter. Every single podcasting app. Links are on the description box. With that being said, El Cuco, take it away.